Welcome back to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and today we've got a great guest from regional airline JSX, previously known as JetSuiteX. But before we jump in, just a quick reminder that the 2020 Global Connected Aircraft Summit will take place June 2nd through the 3rd in Denver, Colorado. So please mark your calendars for that. We'll be releasing more information about the event throughout the year, and you can always check it out at gcasummit.com. So today's guest is Angela Vargo. She's the Vice President of Marketing at JSX. Angela, could we just start off with a brief introduction to yourself, how you got into your current role with JSX, and also a little bit more about the operation out there? Um, Sure, absolutely. So I have been with JSX for about a year. Uh, Most people know it as JetSuiteX. And a week ago, uh, tomorrow, actually, we rebranded the company um, to just the initials JSX, um, partly due to the fact that um, being in our third year of operation and growing rapidly, um, we wanted to kind of expand the brand and um, create more scalability for it, but also to provide a little bit more differentiation from our sister company, JetSuite, which is um, private uh, charter. Uh, JSX is um, loosely defined as public charter, but what we do is we provide publicly available flights on scheduled routes between seven destinations up and down the West Coast. Um, we currently have about 330 uh, flights a week, um, and um, our flights start um, as low as $89 one way. So essentially, it's an alternative to commercial air travel. The big difference being that we fly out of private terminals. So our customers skip all the airport hassle. They save about two hours each time they fly round trip on our short haul or short distance routes and um, kind of enjoy the experience of, of flying in a very efficient manner. So I've been here for about a year. Um, and vice president of marketing role is really overseeing all the brand advertising and in-flight and in-station experience, which will be expanding to in-flight Wi-Fi soon. Right. Yeah, and I wanted to ask, so uh, what type of aircraft are those that that you're flying there at JSX? We fly Embraer 135, um, and we are about to add our first 145. Okay, nice. Okay, and yeah, so the the name change was just last week, uh, and you said you're kind of doing that to expand the brand a little bit. Uh, Now, will, will you also, will that also possibly mean expanding operations as well? Yeah, we, we definitely have plans to expand operations. Um, so we're opening our seventh destination with Phoenix on August 30th. And then um, we have plans to start adding, you know, new cities, um, both within our existing network, as well as expanding to um, other regions inside the U.S. Um, over the coming years. Um, our business model is really centered around um, short distance flying. So flights that are around 500 miles or less. So it's really about efficiency and getting from point A to point B. Um, our, we are um, we have 30 seats on on the 135 and 145. So you know you're getting the perks of business class at near commercial prices, um, and we're seeing we're seeing a lot of a lot of growth as a result. Yeah, it is a very unique business model there. Uh, and and so we actually first, our audience was kind of first introduced to you at the Global Connected Aircraft Summit earlier this year where you were a panelist. Uh, and, early, and before that, uh, JSX 
was also announced as the launch customer for Smart Sky Network's air-to-ground in-flight connectivity network. Um, could you just tell us a little bit about what drove JSX to equip its aircraft with in-flight connectivity? Sure. So, really, when I began here a year ago, um, it was one of the first conversations that I had with our CEO, Alex. Um, my background coming from Southwest Airlines, um, where I oversaw the um, selection and implementation of the Wi-Fi platform with what was then called Row 44, and it's now Global Eagle. Um, so he knew I had a background in it um, and you know, still had, had a lot of, of connections and, and um, network within it. And so started to look and see really what was out there and available that would fit our model. Um, and knew about SmartSky and was able to connect with them. But in terms of why, um, you know, people, you know, really rightly so ask, well, this is, you know, sh primarily short haul travel, your longest flight, two hours, you know, why, why invest in, in full um, broadband Wi-Fi for your aircraft? And my answer to that is because, you know, in, in this day and age, every minute matters. And every second that someone can be productive in flight um, or even entertained in flight matters. And, you know, that falls directly into what we are looking and seeking to provide our customers, which is not just maximizing your time on the ground, but maximizing your time in the air. So you shave two hours off your travel time, but you also get to, you know, arrive with an empty inbox or you've caught up on, on some online reading um, that you've been meaning to do. And so it really just kind of folds into this overall product offering that we have. And we think it's going to be a really big draw. Yeah, I know myself, uh, two hours was, would still be too long to be unconnected. I mean, I'm, I'm even <laughs> uh, upset if I lose five minutes just sitting on the ground at the terminal and you're not connected there. I, I even need to be connected in that space as well. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so I uh, definitely understand that. Uh, but and one of the things we are, always try to understand is kind of what goes on behind the scenes to deploy and fight flight connectivity, operate it, manage it, and maintain it. Um, now, when you were announced as the, the you know, the uh, launch customer for SmartSky back in January, what have you been doing since then? You know, what has JSX been doing since then to prepare to start operating it? Uh, are you all already operating it on passenger carrying flights, or is that something you're still preparing for? I, we are still preparing for it. So SmartSky, you know, being the launch customer, um, they're still um, working to get the service completely up and deployed. And so we'll be looking to deploy that at the beginning of 2020. Um, so really, it's just setting up the installation process with SmartSky, ensuring the network is up across you know, all of the, the destinations that we serve. Um, and then, of course, testing it um, to uh, to ensure it meets standards um, by which we we expect it to meet. So, um, still in the still in the developmental stages, but very close to to launching. I see. And so, are you all at this point? Have you already kind of completed the uh, installations, and and or is that something you'll you'll still have to go through as well? Yeah, that, that's something we'll still have to go through as well. Um, the first aircraft has been installed, um, and as soon as the network is up and available, we'll be able to fully test it. Um, but um, the the installations of our 13 um, aircraft, which um, will grow to 17 aircraft by the end of the year, will happen um, pretty quickly thereafter. 
Got it. Okay. And so, you know, now that you are preparing to to launch, uh, you know, Smart Sky in-flight internet access on, on your aircraft, um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, especially with your role at, you know, marketing the, the brand, how much different is it now that you do have, you know, this, this capability coming on board, uh, you know, e- even though your flights are two hours, you know, how, how much of a difference is that to be able to now say, you know, we have in-flight internet on board? It's, it's kind of a different, completely different operation. It's actually really big. Um, our customers are, are very excited about the prospect of having this available to them. And, you know, we, we do quite a bit of surveying of our customer base. And for those who have experienced this and flown with us before, and we ask them, you know, what, what would you like to see enhance your JSS experience? And, you know, really top of that list is, is, um, is in-flight connectivity. Um, so we know it's important to them. We know it's something that they will um, be excited about and we feel like will only increase um, their loyalty to the brand. Right. And I want to also follow up on an earlier point you made that uh, you actually had experience, uh, you know, implementing uh, in-flight internet at Southwest Airlines. And now that you're at an operation like JSX, could you kind of uh, maybe contrast that experience for us? How much different is it going to be installing and operating in-flight internet at JSX versus, you know, what, what you went through with, with Southwest, which is obviously a much different operation? Yeah, very much different. And, you know, the, the technologies are very different too. Um, you know, I, Southwest was really the first major carrier to have satellite uh, Wi-Fi. Um, and, you know, with, with Smart Skies is air to ground, so altogether different. Um, but, um, you know, size-wise, also very different. We were, we were about 500, 550 aircraft at the time that we started the journey um, into in-flight Wi-Fi. So, you know, it's, it's actually a little bit better being on this side of it um, because we can ramp up very quickly um, and grow with the grow with it as, as our fleet grows. Um, so um, some of the same, you know, challenges, questions are there. But I think, you know, over the past 10 years, there's been so much more development, especially in terms of the types of metrics and measurements and KPIs and all of the things that you can really use to, you know, ensure that the type of experience that you're providing is, is solid, as well as traffic shaping and so many things that really didn't exist in the early days that we were kind of grappling with on a day-to-day basis to try to make the service better have been developed over time. So, you know, being able to step out of the gate with this, um, both being a really solid technology as well as having some of those um, other elements to be able to lean on will ensure that this will be a great experience. And another sort of question I want to ask you about that is, you know, obviously at Southwest or or any commercial airline, uh, it's usually the airline is charging the passenger for access to the in-flight internet. Uh, in some kind of way, or, or, you know, perhaps they work out a deal where they do provide tiered access to certain levels of, of internet access that are streaming versus non-streaming, for example. Uh, but at an, an operator like JSX, uh, that may not be the case, you know, are, are you, are you all considering a unique business model around that? Or do you kind of look at it as, you know, we've adopted in-flight internet now, and that is kind of, part of the cost of operating the service and you provide the access for free to passengers? Yeah, as of now, um, we are not planning on charging for Wi-Fi. 
So, you know, customers will come on board and they will likely go through, you know, just a very um, shallow gateway of accepting terms and conditions, um, but they will ultimately um, just go straight into straight into connectivity. Um, so as of right now, um, the plan is to provide that for free because really what we do offer is a premium experience. Um, and so we feel that falls in the line with that. You know, we have 36 inches of legroom. We have free in-flight cocktails. We have free bags, um, no seat assignment charges. Um, so for us, the model is, is you know, very contrary to what you would get um, with a commercial carrier. And, you know, that extends into free Wi-Fi. And on top of that as well, uh, I'm not sure if JSX has a mobile smartphone application, but is there any consideration for any type of, uh, you know, integration with if you all do have a, a smartphone application, just some type of, you know, functionality uh, existing between the, the smartphone app and, and your in-flight Wi-Fi? Uh, we are. We don't currently have an app. We have one that will be in development um, by the end of the year, and so I think we will definitely be looking about how we could integrate those two together. Um, but currently, no. Yeah, and you know, speaking for the remainder of the year, um, you know, what will you guys kind of focus on as as you are preparing for Smart Sky to ultimately? Uh, you know, get the network up and running. I mean, will, you know, once they say, hey, the, the network's good to go, will you immediately kind of the next day be able to provide internet? Or is there some type of onboarding process where you have to test it out first and then and then be able to offer it to your passengers? Yeah, we obviously want to work with them, um, you know, in tandem on, you know, how, how this is going to roll out. Um, and, you know, I think testing is always a big part of that and should always be a big part of that. Um, you know, I don't, I don't anticipate that being um, a long process. And we have been able to test the, the product with SmartSky on, on, their, on their test aircraft and performed very well. And, you know, we provided, they provided us some updates along the way on some um, other testing that they have done. And all of it, um, you know, shows that the, the, the system is, is robust and working as it should be. Um, but that being said, that we will we will take the necessary steps um, before we completely roll out um, to ensure that everything is working as it should. Right, and and just uh, kind of from your perspective as well, just you know, again, considering you you went through this process before at Southwest, you're now at JSX. Um, you attended the Global Connected Aircraft Summit earlier this year. If you look kind of you know a few years down the road, um, how do you see the use of in-flight internet? evolving at an operator like JSX? I mean, are there new, you know, like you said, the smartphone apps in development? Are there just other new features or, or considerations that, that you all maybe look at launching now that, again, that you have this on board? Yeah, I think, you know, eventually um, we'll look at and see how this integrates on the operational side of the business as well. We're currently just focused on getting this to our customers and and letting them kind of show us what they want to do with it um, without putting a lot of limitations or, or barriers to that. And then, of course, monitoring that as needed and making adjustments and then really moving to the operational side to see what efficiencies that we can get on that side so that, you know, we're, we're really gaining um, the full benefit of what the system has to offer. Um, in terms of, you know, where this goes five, 10 years down the road, you know, I think that's impossible to tell at this juncture. But um, you know, I hope that we'll be able to continue to find ways to 
um, bring more value to our customers, either through, you know, more onboard entertainment features, if that seems to be what they feel is, is um, value added, um, or just, you know, providing the gateway and letting people do what they want to do without putting anything in front of them. And, you know, uh, that is a good point, kind of providing the gateway. You know, once you all do bring, start operating with Smart Sky, is there some type of, you know, central person at JSX who's responsible for just ensuring that the Internet's working on each flight? Or do you all kind of leave that on the, you know, the sort of day-to-day management of the service to Smart Sky? You know, I think we will have somebody here, um, you know, on the ops side who is, is going to take a look at that and work closely with Smart Sky to monitor that. Um, you know, I think data is just so readily available now that, you know, my hope is that at any point we'll be able to go in and see exactly how many aircraft are online and how those aircraft are performing um, and be able to really communicate with our crews real time if there's issues. And I think, you know, one of the things with in-flight Wi-Fi, it's kind of a blessing and a curse at times because when it's working, Customers love it and they have a great experience. Um, and when it's not working, it can be extremely frustrating, especially when they don't know what's happening with the system. And all of the hard work that you've done to create a seamless experience up until then can kind of vanish in an instant because they're sitting there trying to connect and nothing's happening. And so making sure that we are actively monitoring on a day-to-day basis on all of our flights um, so that we can communicate with with our, with our um, frontline crew to say, hey, on this particular aircraft we're having we're having some issues, please tell your customers we're sorry, can actually alleviate some of that pain um, without having to do follow-up days later and or just deal with the brand damage for not having it working. You know, that's a really good point as well. It's just when you're on a, you know, so especially with an airline, if you're just on the flight, you connect, you pay to, to get on and you lose connection, you don't know what's going on. Um, have you all kind of looked at that as well and said, hey, you know, we need to have somebody on board who's who's able to, to sort sort of do some in-flight troubleshooting with this? Hopefully it won't happen on board. I mean, hopefully it will happen with somebody who's just sitting here in this office who's able to just see the network and see what's going on. Um, you know, maybe have layers in place that, you know, send alerts um, when needed to say, hey, something's not right here. Um, you know, I don't know exactly what that looks like having stepped out of this space now for so many years, but I know that, again, technology has has rapidly evolved, and I would expect that it has in that area as well to be able to provide, you know, real-life um, diagnostics of the system. Um, you know, we're very hands-on with every single flight um, because we don't have the volume of major carriers. And, of course, when it comes to customer volume, we're also lower because we only have 30 passengers per flight. So, you know, it's our it's our goal to always have that, you know, flight-to-flight, customer-to-customer attention to detail and you know i hope to maintain that when it comes to our in-flight connectivity as well right okay well there you have it uh angela vargo vice president of marketing jsx thanks for coming on the podcast today and uh, we look forward to the first actual passenger carrying flight of uh, smart skies network thank you we do too so that's it for today's episode If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a fan of the show, help us out with a five-star review. And if you have feedback or suggestions for people we should be interviewing or topics you'd like us to cover, you can reach me on Twitter at WBellamy3AC. Finally, our 2020 Global Connected Aircraft Summit will take place from June 2nd through the 3rd in Denver, Colorado. 
So mark your calendars. You can get all the information at www.gcasummit.com. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and thanks again for tuning in to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.